Welcome to the Holland Highway, everybody. How are you today? I am your host, Harlan Williams. Great to have you here at the podcast. Uh, What a podcast we have today. Oh, my God. At the end of the show, uh, a little bit of singing action with me and my cousin, my cousin Kevin from our our band, The Cousins. You're going to hear us improvise a song that turned out to be a huge radio hit from the 70s, and we're going to play both of them, the the improvised version and the real song, back-to-back at the end of the show. Very summery song, a lot of fun. Uh, Also, uh, we're going to be talking about Space Force, Donald Trump's Space Force, but not from me. We're going to go to an expert. We're going to go to Colonel, French Lieutenant, Captain, uh, Senior Reports Officer Tom Dowdy, who's a, uh, a dedicated uh, career military person, and we're going to ask him about Space Force, if it's needed, if, it, if there's any reason for it, what its functionality is, all that stuff. So that's going to be fascinating to hear from him. And then the Harland Highway question of the day, we're going to be talking about something very hairy on your body, something really hairy and weird. So get ready. Put your goalie mask on. This is the Harland Highway. I have an announcement to make. You are about to go down the Harland Highway. Lock the door. I don't want to be a product of my environment. Shut up! I want my environment to be a product of me. You are riding down the Harland Highway. So... Who do I have to fuck to get off this phone? I can get you off. Maybe. Maybe not. Maybe fuck yourself. Ah. You're a cantaloupe. I'm ashamed, Big Daddy. That's why I'm a drunk. When I'm drunk, I can stand myself. Keep leaning on that tutor, Charlie, and you're gonna get a shot in the mouth. Act like a man! What's the matter with you? I wasn't really sure what was going on. You're listening to Harlan Williams. The rest is bullshit, and you know it. We are going to have the Air Force, and we are going to have the Space Force. The Space Force, there it is. You've heard me talk about it on the pod before. Uh, Donald Trump is creating a Space Force to, uh, you know, kind of keep the United States butt covered in space as things progress, as military action in orbit amps up. As we uh, move on into the future, it only makes sense to me. I've had people call me and say it's ridiculous and stupid and this and that, but those people are out of touch. They're living in the past. We are moving out into space eventually, whether you like it or not. And just like if you go to a concert or you go to the beach or you go to a bar at night or you go to an event or you go to a jewelry store, there has to be security. So if you don't think we need some kind of security in space where it's going to be the wild, wild west when other countries start going up there, what am I saying when? we They already are. Many countries on planet Earth are already 
navigating space and and uh, have satellites and working uh, technology and blah blah blah. So it's only going to amplify. And if you thought Star Trek was just science fiction, I think I think it's safe to say that one day. It's not too unreasonable to think that there will be spacecraft from various countries flying around in orbit the same way we have submarines and ships floating around in the sea. That's the way human nature works. If there's a frontier, we conquer it, we explore it, we exploit it, we expose it, we do all these things. So, that being said... I got a little blowback from some of the pavement pounders for uh, appreciating the concept of a space force and understanding the practicality of it. Uh, There's those that listen and politicize it. So instead of seeing it for what it is, which one day will probably be a necessity, there are people who just decide to vilify it because the words came out of Donald Trump's mouth and he happens to be the president. But if Barack Obama had said the same thing, they'd be jumping up and down happy about it. So I've chosen not to politicize it. I'm just I talk about Space Force at its face value. That it's something we need. And just to to diffuse all you political haters, if Barack Obama said we need a Space Force, I would have been just as excited and jumping up and down as if Hillary said it or Ronald Reagan said it or Donald Trump said it or future president Ivanka Trump said it or whoever. Okay, so get your politics and go take a long bus ride. But since I know some people don't know how to separate politics and everything else that's said, I thought it would be wise to bring in a real expert on the matter. Since I'm just a layperson, I'm a civilian, it's probably better to hear this from someone who has an esteemed career in the military, a decorated soldier, uh, uh, an individual that knows the theater of war. I mean, what am I doing talking about it? Let's get, uh, do we have him, Roger? Yeah, because this guy dedicated his most of his adult life to being in the military. And now he's down at Camp Pendlington in uh, Southern California at a U.S. Uh, base camp there, P- Camp Pendlington. And this is Commander, let me get this right, Commander Corporal Lieutenant First-Ranking Officer uh, Corporal uh, Captain uh, Tom Dowdy. Did I get... Well, okay, Rogers gave me a thumbs down. I'm I'm all around it, though, right? I mean, this guy has a, has a, a laundry list resume that I, I can barely get through. So let's bring him on, Rog. Let's put him through, and let's, get, let's pick his brain. Let's see how a military, career military soldier sees the effectiveness or the purpose of... Uh, President Donald John Trump's uh, Space Force. Are, hello, are you there, sir? Uh, Inspector, uh, Lieutenant, uh, Commander, uh, Quadrant, Sexter, uh, Navy SEAL, uh, First-Ranking Officer Tom Dowdy. Are you there, sir? Hello, civilian. Yes, sir. There he is. Hello, uh, Commander, uh, French Colonel, Lieutenant. 
Uh, doing great, sir. Glad you could join us. You are a ghost. Pardon me, sir? You are a ghost, civilian. I, I am a ghost, sir. Uh, commence, sir. You are clear to engage. Go ahead, civilian. Yeah, engage. Yes, sir. Uh, so, so uh, I'm sure you've been watching the news, sir. Uh, President Trump has announced that he wants to uh, start a new division of the military uh, called Space Force. And we were wondering if we could get your perspective, your thoughts on this uh, concept. Wow, so so you're for it. You know, this thing has been missing ever since they put Apollo 13 up on the moon. Whoa, okay, so you've been kind of holding out for something like this. Civilian, have you ever heard of a book called Where's Waldo? Uh, y yes, sir, Where's Waldo? Oh, okay, sir. So this this is something that you feel we should have had when we first started going into space. D-I-N-D-O, and bingo was his name, civilian. Bingo. Wow, wow. So, so you know, based on, on, you know, the way society is evolving and whatnot, you, you truly feel in your heart that a space force is a necessary entity to help protect America's interests. First of all, civilian, if you're going to say the name Space Force, you're going to have to say it with the respect it deserves. How do you mean, sir? I, I think I'm articulating it properly. Space Force? Uh, what, what do you mean, sir? If you're going to say something like Space Force, you're going to give it the respect it deserves, civilian. Um, I'm not disrespecting the, the name, sir. I think I'm, I'm pronouncing it quite clearly and legibly. That's not what I'm talking about. You're going to pronounce it with some bravado. I'm not sure I follow, sir. When you order a piece of prime rib at a shitty old steakhouse, or you order a quarter round steak at Ruth Chris. Okay. You get garnish. You get a piece of parsley greener than Shrek's last diarrhea stain. Sir? Sir! You get cream-style corn. Creamier than Marie Osmond's fucking hair gel. Sir, can you... I get it. Garnishes. So when you say Space Force, civilian, you're going to give it some garnish. Sir, I don't know if that's necessary. Oh, it's necessary, civilian. Or would you rather just pull out an American flag... Shove your fingers down your throat and barf a filet fish sandwich all over the stars and stripes. 
Sir, I'm not disrespect. I'm not going to barf a filet fish sandwich all over the stars and stripes. I'm, I'm not disrespecting the word Space Force. I'm not sure. You're going to say it with some echo. Sorry, sir? Echo. When you say Space Force to me, a career military soldier who's been in the theater of war and done 52 tours of duty from Vietnam to Afghanistan to Iraq, Bien Bien Phu and the Tuk Tuk jungle, you're going to say Space Force with some echo on it. Sir, I'm not sure I understand. Sir? You heard me, civilian. You're going to give Space Force the respect it deserves, and you're going to put an echo on it. Sir, I don't know. Space Force! Sir, how does putting an echo on space... Don't say it. Sir? You don't say the name of that force unless you put a respectful echo on it, civilian. Sir? Do it, or I hang up this phone faster than Rosie O'Donnell shoves a shrimp cocktail down her throat at the Golden Corral while you can eat summer shrimp fest. Sir, can you stop referring to Rosie O'Donnell? Do it, civilian. <sighs> Sir? Spit it out. I'm trying. Relax. Don't tell me what to do, civilian. I'm sorry, sir. I didn't mean to bark an order at you, but I'm... Just do it with an echo. Yes, sir. Space for Sir? Sir, I don't want to... You'll do it again or I'll slam this phone down faster than a meteorite dropping in Rosie O'Donnell's swimming pool and splashing her right to the food court where she sucks down a box of... (laughs) Sir? Where she sucks down a box of Panda Express honey walnut shrimp faster than a fucking narwhal shark at a... Crocodile Dundee cross-eyed fucking camp festival. Fuck not. Sir, what? Do it. Oh, sh- space is far, 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 Excellent, civilian. Sir, I. Okay, well, what, what, what about this space force? Well, I think some people are confused about what its function is. Civilian, have you ever heard the term close encounter of the third kind? Yes, sir, I have. Yeah, well, there you go. There you go. What? It was a movie by Steven Spielberg's or a sci-fi movie. Friends. Were 
were they trying to kill us? Or were they trying to boil us alive and eat us like earth lobsters? Earth lobsters, sir? You heard me. And the only thing that saved them was what? Uh, I don't remember, sir. Let me give you a clue, civilian. Yes, sir? Sir? You heard me. When that goddamn UFO played that music. Ooh, ah, ooh, oh, ooh. Sir, do you do you mean that the, when the, the thing went boop 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 boop? Exactly. Do it again. Sir? Sir? Do it. Sir? Boop, 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 boop. Boop, 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 boop. Sir? Do it back. Sir, I'm not going to do it back. Uh, Sir? Uh, Sir! Do it. I'm not doing it again. You're going to do it, civilian. Or I'll slam this phone down faster than two fucking circus clowns playing with a dildo at Johnny's sex factory. Sir? Sir! You know what that means. What, what, what does what mean? That sound that the aliens made. No. It means we're gonna fuck Earth with a seven-foot fucking orangutan crocodile Dundee Thunderhammer. Sir, that's not what it meant. Sir, you're not making sense. Have you been drinking? I've been drinking. I've been drinking from the well of knowledge, you little sawed-off university sucking pencil pushing fuck your teacher in the Xerox copy room, son of a whore. Sir? Okay, sir, I, I, I think, okay.
I was kind of hoping this would go in a bit of a different direction, but I guess you've enlightened us to a degree. That's right. Space Force, Space Force is going to be there to protect us throughout the galaxy, civilian. Yes, sir. Space Force. Uh, uh, uh. Space Force will be there to protect us in the galaxy. Sir, I, I think we're done. Thank you for your knowledge. Thank you for your service. Thank you for your insight and your perspective. Thank you, civilian. Now, I'm going to go in the backyard and throw a hunting knife through a tree. Sir? You heard me. Go get a can of fucking Pringles and go fuck yourself. Wow. Go get a can of... Sir, hello? Oh, my God. Roger, this guy just... It just keeps getting a little worse. Every time we talk to him, he goes a little more around the bend. Yikes. What is with the echo? What is with the Rosie O'Donnell crap? What is the the, the, the Close Encounters music? I mean... the. Hi yi yi. I wonder if he's, you know, I, I, I have to ask the question, does he suffer, suffer from trauma from all, all this, his, his time, you know, in the military, on missions, in, in the theater of war? Is, is he, I, I don't want to, I guess I shouldn't even say it out loud. I don't want to disrespect the man and his legendary service, but there you go. For, for those of you that hate sp- and I'm not doing the echo. For those of you that hate Space Force or love Space Force or are indifferent to Space Force, there's there's some more perspective for you that doesn't come from me. Non-political, just boom. So take it for what it is. Take it, leave it, whatever. It's the, those weren't my opinions. They were his. Oh, my God. I'm sort of drained. Let's move on, man. Do a commercial and let's move the hell on. Holy space force. What a nutcake. We are going to have the Air Force and we are going to have the space, 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 force. 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 Mom, Hmm? I've got to ask you something real personal. Do you douche? I sure do. But only with Massimville vinegar and water. Why Massimville vinegar and water? That's what my doctor recommends. For a naturally fresh feeling, only Massingill has two vinegar and water douches. Pure, extra mild, and extra cleansing when you need it. You'll see how clean and fresh Massingill makes you feel. Massingill, trusted by more women than any other brand. The Harland Highway question of the day. Here it is, and it's it's it involves personal grooming. Why in the name of holy hand grenades do we have nose hairs? That's my question of the day. So there I was the other day, and as, I, as I'm getting older, I find it becomes more frequent that I have to grab the tweezers and rip freaking hairs out of my nose. Up in, I'm talking up inside the nose holes. Or if you like to refer to them scientifically, the nostrils. And as you get older, the hairs seem to grow faster and they seem to grow longer. 
and they seem to want to sneak out of the cave. When you're a kid, you have little nose hairs and they stay up in, in the cave where they belong. But I guess as nose hairs get older and they get curious and they want to come out of the cave. So now instead of having little nose hairs that grow inside the nostril, now you've got, you've got nose hairs that decide they want to grow down and hang out of the nostril. It, it's, it, it's, like, it's like roots from a tree like t- tunneling deeper into the earth to find the groundwater. For some reason, some of my nose hairs are starting to make the journey out of my nose and onto my face. Is there something on my upper lip that they want? Do do nose hairs have a thing for mustache hairs? Do they want to copulate? Do they want to touch each other? Do they want to have sexual intercourse? I don't know what the hell they're doing. And uh, and it's just kind of ugly and gross. Nose hairs coming out of your nose? Now, at least I'm aware of it. You know how many friends I have that don't even have a clue? And they, they, you're sitting there talking to them at a restaurant, and all you can focus on is the, is the hairy caterpillar coming out of their nose? So anyways, I just, it's a bit of a mystery to me. I mean, okay, if I'm, if I'm putting on my science hat... All right, what what are the nose hairs for? Are they, you know, it's not like my oh, what a what a chilly day. The inside of my nose is freezing. Thank God I've got a a nice blanket of hair up there. So, I'm guessing that the 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 hairs are filters maybe for uh debris, particles, pollutants in the air. Uh, maybe they're receptors to a degree. You know how a catfish or, or dogs and cats and many mammals have whiskers and the whiskers can pick up movement and they're sensitive and they, you know, maybe they even help capture scents. I don't know, but maybe the, 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 the nose hairs do those types of things. Uh, maybe they're there, uh, to, as a blockage, if you're sleeping and an insect tries to crawl up there or something, it becomes an obstruction for them. Uh, I, I, you know, these are just guesses. Uh, obviously where there's hair, there's pores. So there's obviously pores up inside your nose. So I don't know, you know, I just, I'm not a nose doctor. So instead of analyzing, I'll just go back to the Harland Highway question of the day. Why in the hell, what in the name of Harry and the Hendersons, why do we have hair up our noses? The Harland Highway question of the day. The Harland Highway question of the day. Okay, speaking of nose hairs and sniffing and whatnot, this is a great segue there's a band in the 70s when I was growing up. Now you know why I have long gray nose hairs coming out. Um, ignore what I just said. Uh, there was a band in the 70s called Sniff and the Tears, okay? That was the name of the band, Sniff and the Tears. And, and from what I know, they were a one-hit wonder band. And they had kind of this really kind of upbeat, cool, poppy like summary song called driver's seat and you know it was basically a song about a girl and getting in a car and going driving on a saturday night it was a great weekend song 
And and it was one of those ones that was on the radio when I was in like grade 10, you know, in the, in the mid to late 70s. And it was just one of those songs I can trace back to my youth, right, from Sniff and the Tears. And I can remember like being in a car with like like seven of my high school buddies rolling down town on a Saturday night. And this song comes on and we're all singing it. And there's a really funny part in the song. I mean, it's not meant to be funny, but it, but there's a there's a part in the song where the uh, where one of the backup singers, the chorus is like, yeah, yeah. And then he does it really deep. He goes, yeah, yeah. Like, you'll, you'll hear it. I'm going to play you the song, okay? But I remember every time that, that little yeah came on, me and my buddies would all do it at the same time and break up laughing. It's one of those funny moments. Remember in uh, in Wayne's World, that movie Wayne's World, where, where all the guys, the buddies are in the car and they're singing uh, Queen's uh, Bohemian Rhapsody, you know? I see a little silhouette of a man. Scaramouche, Scaramouche, can you do the Fandango? You know, all that. Well, I think every group of buddies and girls and guys, that's just like a bonding thing you do when you're a kid. And so this Sniffing the the Tears uh, song was one of these songs that, you know, we were singing together in the car long before Wayne's World came along. Like, we were way ahead of that, as most kids are. And so anyways, just kind of playing into the fact that we're into summer and this is kind of a summery song where you're out on a Saturday night driving uh, I'm going to play the song, but here's why I'm going to play the song. So as you know, I have a little band with my cousin, Kevin Hearn. He's in, in another band called the Bare Naked Ladies. And whenever we get together, we try to have a jam session and we just, Kevin plays music and I just start singing and we improvise. And then if we like what we hear, we kind of take the improvised songs and turn them into finished songs when we have time, right? That's how we make our music. And so uh, me and Kevin were together uh, like a couple of weekends ago. And we're in the studio and we're just, you know, we're just trying song. Kevin just starts playing the piano or the guitar. And then I jump in and make up the lyrics as we go, right? And so uh, as you'll hear from this next little improvisation, Kevin just started playing a riff. And I I know he didn't know this song by Sniffing the Tears. In fact, I asked him later. He he didn't know that it was a, an actual song. But he starts playing this guitar riff, and in my head, I immediately went, oh, that sounds like that old song from the 70s by Sniffing the Tears, Driver's Seat. And so I just, instead of saying anything to him, I'm like, oh, dude, we can't do that, man. Somebody's already done. I just thought, you know what? I'm just going to start singing Driver's Seat. But, of, of course, after... 30 years I can barely remember the lyrics I can barely remember the song but it starts creeping back and so I'm kind of doing the best I can it's not even close by the way where do you hear what I do up against the original but anyways I did the best I could and so uh, and so I wanted to play for you just because it's such a fun summary song I'm gonna play for you the one that I improvised just off the top of my head with Kevin and then at the end of it, I will play the real song. I don't own the rights to it. I'm not trying to make money off it. It's just a reference thing. And and just so, uh, you know, so this plays to Sniffing the Tears benefit, download the song. It's a great song. I hope you hear it and it inspires you to put it into your playlist, man. 
it is a real fun, catchy summer song. So I'm just going to play it for reference purposes. But um, but anyways, listen to the uh, the original one that I do, trying to remember from the 70s, or don't listen to it. It might be hard to listen to. It's not like it's stellar or anything. It, I thought it was just a fun thing for you guys to hear in the moment, that the creative process unraveling in the moment, right? So here it is. Here's here's uh, me and Kevin improvising, and all of a sudden Kevin goes into this riff, and I start digging into the memory banks for driver's seat, which I bastard bastardized, and and it's 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 different, but you can still hear it. And then afterwards, I'll play the real one for you, and I think you're really gonna like it. So here we go, Raj, hit the uh, hit the improv, baby.
You know that song? Oh, is that a song? That's a riff on uh, Driver's Seat. Oh, what's Driver's Seat? It's kind of a similar thing, but I kind of oh. moved it around. Wow, I like so Driver's like, Seat. Jenny was sweet, took a turn in the driver's seat. Come with me. Whose song is it? It's an old 70s hit. It's kind of a one-hit wonder. Wow. It's kind of a cool song. And then there's a beat in the middle where it goes, Driver's Seat, yeah, Driver's Seat. Like, it speeds up. And it... It's called Driver's Seat? I think so, yeah. Oh, I want to check it out. Yeah, it's cool. I'll try and find it, but, um... Fuck, I was like, oh, that's cool.
Doing all right. Little driving on a Saturday night. Oh, man, I love it. It's just such a cool, carefree youth song, you know? And I realized as I was listening back to it that, you know, there might be some of my younger listeners listening right now and going, what the hell is that? What planet is that? That's music? That's because, you know, kids nowadays, and I sound like the old guy saying that, but I, you know, I still listen to current music, but, you know, imagine an 18-year-old or a 24-year-old kid listening to that and going, what, what is, where's the... Where's the rap? Where's the where was the affected voice? Where's the the you know what I mean? Like, and that's the beauty of this type of song. It was just like the it was a weird one-off hit wonder, and you know these guys probably wrote it in their garage, and they didn't have a boardroom meeting, and they didn't have executives planning out their careers, and they didn't have you know, focus groups, and they just they just wrote a song that was fun and summery and driving on a Saturday night with Jenny. So even if you're younger and this sounds like it came from another galaxy, I hope you can appreciate the the innocence of it, the the fun of it, the uh, the energy. It's just it's just you know, that's what music used to be like. And I'm not saying that today there isn't good music, but. I think today's music certainly lacks maybe the, the purity and the heart that, the, that these old songs uh, possess. And then did you catch the little, the little thing right near the three-quarters of the way through where the guy goes, yeah. Here, let, let me play it for you. Oh my God, so funny! We we would we would sing that and just laugh. We would just giggle like little schoolboys because that was that's what we were. Yeah. Oh, so fun, so good memories. And and if you want to see that, the, the, it's a r- really cool video on YouTube. I don't know if it's cool, but it it's neat to see the retro music. And it's it's all white guys, and there's one black guy in the band, and the black guy's the guy that sings the. Yeah. Oh my God! Just so so cool, and and the video is hilarious because like like today's bands, you know, you usually have to have like good looking people. A lot of times, music nowadays, the singer is extremely hot, whether it be a girl or a boy. They look like models. They're chiseled. And if you watch the rock video to this, oh my God, the the, the lead singer. I hate to say it, but he he ain't he ain't a he ain't a runway model. I'll tell you that. But yet there's something cool about him because he just gets out there and sings. He doesn't try, you know, Beyonce. When you watch Beyonce go out, she she looks like she's she's being electrocuted or something. And you, you watch a lot of these singers. They're putting on these phony dance moves and they're jumping around and they're it just seems so unnatural. And this 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 guy and I'm, I'm going to say kind of ugly duckling type of guy, he just literally like puts his guitar and walks up to the mic and just starts singing. And out of that comes this really cool peppy song. And and then the black dude in the video, he's kind of like, he's just like bopping away. He's like kind of got all this really cool energy. He's w- wiggling his head back and forth. So anyways, I, I know I've been rambling on about it, but it's a little blast from the past, a little bit of, you know, put a little summer little of that old, uh, you know, sweet and innocent, fun, endless summer 
into your your step or whatever, into your head, into your spirit. And if you want, go back and listen to the uh, the original song by Sniffing the Tears. And then if you want to go back and compare the one me and Kevin did, I don't know, see if it, I don't know, just something fun. Just something fun. And I think we'll leave it there. I think we'll leave the show right there on fun, summer fun. I hope you are having a fun summer. Um, I know I am. What's not to have fun? It's summer. Oh, my gosh. Um, I don't have any comedy shows coming up for the rest of August, but in September, ladies and gurgle blurgens, uh, mid-September, September 13, 14, and 15, I have a show in Calgary, Alberta, Canada. Great city, great town at the Blackfoot Inn. And it's a double header. It's me and my Canadian buddy, Tom Green. We're going to be doing a show together all three of those nights, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, September 13th, 14th, and 15th. Get your tickets, man, because this sucker is going to sell out, okay? It's two Canadian boys going home, and we're going to bring the funny man. So uh, September 13th, 14th, 15th, Calgary, Alberta, the Blackfoot Inn. The Laugh Stop Comedy Club. And uh, you can go online to harlandwilliams.com and uh, pick up some tickets. Yeah. Yeah, pick up some tickets and uh, and come and see us, man. It's, it's very rare you get to see me and Tom Green together. We love to work together, but it's hard because we're both headliner comics, so... We've always got our own gigs, and it's very, very rare that we get to do this. But the Laugh Stop is having their 30th or 35th anniversary, and they're like, let's bring some of the Canadian boys home. And it is just going to be so fun. And me and Tom might even do some, like, we'll have our separate acts, but we might even do something at the end and do some improv or maybe some singing or who knows what. It's a maybe. I'm not promising that part, but it's, let's just say we've talked about it. Um, so you never know little bonus things, you know, um, also while you're at harlowilliams.com, check out our store, the Harland highway store. We have some great gifts and fun things there for you. Uh, we're going to have, uh, the digital download link for my latest comedy album, Caramel Corn, the pug. In fact, it's not an album. It's my special. It's a video, uh, of me doing an hour long stand up special, as a dog. Yes, as a dog. Mm-hmm. I said it. Uh, Caramel Corn the Pug doing stand-up comedy. Check it out. It's at Amazon Prime. You can rent it or you can buy it. And uh, it's just a digital download. So I hope you check it out. Um, really fun stuff. And what else? Uh, we have other stuff in the store. Also at harlowilliams.com, you can write to me. We have a link there. You can also leave me a voicemail if you want to. Uh, let me give you the number, 323-739-4330. And uh, if you can't remember that number, the number is on the website, harlemwilliams.com, okay? And if you want to get every single episode of the Harland Highway ever done, you can become a premium member for $20 a year. That's it. Some people charge four per podcast. I'm charging $20 for almost 1,000 podcasts. For the year. It doesn't get any better than that. That's less than a third of a penny per podcast. I don't, it's almost borderline free. 
but we take what little money we get and put it back into the production of the podcast. So uh, thank you for your help um, and enjoy those podcasts. And also, if you want to hear the podcast wherever you may be, guess what? We have a free app. You can download the app on your phone. Just go to your app store, type in the Harlan Highway, and you get the latest 50 episodes completely free, no charge. It's only if you want to go right back to the beginning, you have to become a premium member. So there you go, gang. I hope your summer's great. I've heard rumors that Barbecue Eddie might be back again soon as summer is blowing up here. We'll see. And uh, until then, I guess that's it. Be safe. Have fun. And until next time, chicken chow mein, baby. Yeah.